Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Burning Burner 1600. And before we do get into the story, I do want to give you some warnings that's on the story. It says, Mentions of abortion, emotional manipulation, baby trapping, denial of healthcare, and refusing parenthood. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Breaking Up with My Pregnant Girlfriend Because I Don't Want to Be a Father? I, 25 male, have been with my now ex, 23 female, for a little over three months. I always made sure we used lots of precaution when having sex. She was on birth control and I always used condoms. I wanted to avoid a child. I've known for a long time that I do not want children. I find them annoying and they would severely limit my ability to do things I enjoy. Traveling, outdoor stuff, etc. Unfortunately for me, my ex didn't have her period when she was supposed to and it turns out she's now pregnant. She came to me and told me she was pregnant. The first thing I did was suggest an abortion. We don't live in a state where it's legal, so I offered to pay for her flight in hotel and told her I'd be happy to come with her to get it done. I have a stable job and make good money, so that wouldn't be too much of a hit for me. She works as a receptionist and doesn't make a lot, so I figured it would be better for me to pay. That's when she told me she was hoping to keep it and that she wanted me to help her raise the kid as its father. I have no intention of being a father. Beyond just my dislike of children, I'm not ready for that. I made it very clear that I didn't want the baby, but she kept insisting that I have a change of heart once it's born and to just try it out. After a long exchange, I told her that if she intended to keep the baby, I would not act as a father. I broke up with her and told her that I would pay child support once it is born, but that I expect her to respect my wishes and keep the child away from me. Since then, she's been frantically texting me, begging me to come back and telling me she'd forgive me. She sent me voicemails crying. It does hurt to see, but I haven't responded. The other day, she texted me saying how she can't raise the kid alone and how I'm basically forcing her to get an abortion just by leaving. She called me an arsehole, an abuser, and a sexist. She ended the text begging me to talk again. I certainly feel shitty. I really liked her and we had a good relationship before this, but I just don't want to be a father. I'm already bitter about the fact that I have to pay child support for 18 years which will somewhat limit me financially. I also feel like it isn't right for a parent who doesn't want their child to be involved. I just end up taking that pent-up anger and bitterness out on the child who is ultimately innocent, which I feel isn't right. With all this said, I come here to ask, am I the arsehole? I certainly feel like one, but I also stand by what I did. Clarifying edits. On the topic of vasectomy, I tried. I met with a doctor last year and asked about getting one, but he refused and said every doctor he knows won't do it until you're at least 30. It's a conservative state and while I dislike the politics, 
I was born and raised here, so I'm still attached to the state and have never felt the urge to leave. Someone said I should have flown elsewhere to get one, and I guess they are right, but I just didn't think about that. On the topic of birth control, I bought the condoms myself so they were fine. Whenever we were done, I'd throw the used condoms in the dumpster, so I don't think she went dumpster diving. I asked her on our first date if she was taking birth control and she said yes. I took her for a word. Maybe foolish to just believe her, but if she was lying, she'd be the first I've met to lie about that. Most girls I met are honest about it. I assume she was on the pill, since that's the main birth control I know. But maybe she was on something else and I'm not educated enough on. That being said, I'll follow your advice and lawyer up, plus get a paternity test. I don't know how long that will take, but whenever I get it done, I'll update here with the results. Thank you for your judgments. I've been away for a bit, but I'm catching up and trying to read what I can. I'll be checking back periodically and replying to some people. All further feedback is appreciated. Opie gives a further update in the same post and says I've hired one of the better family court lawyers in my state. She has someone representing her pro bono. It has been made clear to my ex and her representative that she has not contacted me personally and that all contact will go through my lawyer from now on. A paternity test is scheduled for next Wednesday. I don't know how long it will take to get results, but the test is happening. If the child is mine, we will go to court to determine child support payments and will set up the process for me to sign away my rights. Another clarifying edit. I was gone for a while and while reading through some comments, I found the topic I'd like to clarify for anyone left who still checks here and cares. At the beginning, I said I made sure to use lots of precautions. I thought people would take away from that idea that I had made my intention to not have kids clear at the beginning. Just wanted to make that clear. She told me she wasn't looking to have kids. I should have been more clear about this, I guess. I was under the assumption that she didn't want kids, which is why I was blindsided by a change of heart when she was actually pregnant. I understand it happens, feeling change or whatever, but for me it was a big shock. When I go to get the paternity test started, she will have an ultrasound and we'll talk then. I'll update on Wednesday. By the way, the text will take a few days to process, so I'll also update with results. Then OP said that Reddit isn't letting them update, but we do have an update in just a moment. As always, there were some comments asking OP questions to which OP replied to. So a commenter asked about providing emotional support and getting back together with the ex. And OP says, I don't want to give her emotional support and lead her on. If I'm around, she'll think I plan to get back together and be a present father, which I don't want. She should know I don't want the kid. That way, she's more likely to go through with an abortion or adoption. I don't want to be present for the birth for similar reasons. Plus, I'm pretty certain that even if I did change my mind on the kid, I wouldn't want to be with her. She expects me to get back together with her to raise the kid, but if I end up seeing the kid and wanting her, I'd have to go through some annoying legal procedure to try and secure joint custody or something. That is a mess in so many ways that it isn't worth suffering through. I'm still certain I don't want the kid, but if I suddenly changed my mind to want the kid and then didn't get custody, that would be pretty depressing. I'd rather just stay unattached and deal with any regrets I have later. Another commenter talks to OP about his family and are they supporting him and, and what happens in the future. And OP says there's a lot to unpack here, so I try to go piece by piece. Obviously, what you've experienced is very difficult, so I'm sorry about that. I'm glad you found yourself. About my parents. Yes, they want grandkids. They've been hounding me ever since I turned 20 about when I'm going to give them grandkids. I've already told him I don't want kids and my sister is lesbian, so they're really disappointed at this point. If they found out about the kid and that I was leaving, they would be furious, so I'm just not telling them about how I'll feel in the future. 
I honestly cannot say 100%. I know that right now I 100% don't want kids and I'm going off that feeling to assume how I feel in the future will be the same. Everyone lives with some level of regret, so I've come to peace with the idea that if I end up regretting this, I'll just have to move on and live with that like everyone else. If for some reason I felt regret, I wouldn't try to contact the kid. I'll just keep it to myself and keep chugging along like usual. If the kid does find me one day, I'll just be honest depending on how I'm feeling. Either I was 25 and I didn't want kids and I still don't, sorry, or I was 25 and I thought I didn't want kids, I wasn't ready. It's been one of the biggest regrets of my life and I'm sorry depending how I'm feeling, most likely the former. I don't know what gave you the impression that I've softened to the idea of having kids. I so firmly don't want kids, I just feel pity for the child because it really isn't their fault. I don't exactly feel good about leaving the child on a moral level, but on a personal level of what is best for me, I feel very confident in leaving. It's certainly a selfish decision, but I've been very upfront with the fact that I'm a selfish person. I feel bad about it, but I'm putting myself and my own personal needs first in this situation by doing what I think is best for me. Apprehensive Cactus says to OP it's extremely unlikely that she would give up the baby once she's already got the child in her arms and goes through the process. It's extremely emotional and we're wired to take care of our young. Chances of her giving up the baby are like 2%. She really needs to stop hoping you're all going to be a happy family someday because this is awful for her self-esteem. She can be happy as a single mother, even if it's very hard. Does she have family willing to help? Her own parents. Motherhood is a huge adjustment and doing it with zero support is awful. PPD is not a joke. She can totally do this without you, but it would be a lot better if she had at least some support from her family. Opie replies saying, I don't know that much about her family. Haven't met them. Just heard bits and pieces. Apparently her dad had some drinking issues and her mum is pretty closed off. They live in a different city too. That's about the extent of what I know but I doubt they'd be able to help her much. Alternative ad says, I would consider locking down that pathway before she realizes it could lead to your mum. You know, blocking her before she sees your mum comment on a post and making everything go through a lawyer. By the sounds of it, if she makes contact with them, it sounds they definitely take her side in the matter. You definitely have contact with your ex and her child because your family will be involved. I'm not saying you need them, but I feel like within 18 years, they know especially considering how the at-home DNA tests and programs are. Either way, that doesn't change my mind on you. You're making the right call here. Now the ball's in your ex's court. I don't know if you're considering moving cities, but if you should to increase the odds of you having no contact. I live near and work in a city of 1.5 million people, and I still have made contact with people I never thought I would again. Opie says I don't have a Facebook, so my mum doesn't comment on my post, but I'll take the advice and block my ex. I have a good job, and I like my apartment a lot, so I don't plan on moving from my city. Even if I see them, I plan to get some sort of legal agreement signed through my lawyer prohibiting direct contact, so hopefully they'd just have to ignore me if they saw me. Opie comes in with another update and says sorry for the lateness, but I got the test done and the results are in. The baby is a girl and is indeed mine. When I saw my ex, I had a talk with her. We talked about birth control and she told me she was on birth control and had no intention of having children. But when she found out she was pregnant, she changed her mind. I believe her. She was hopeful that I would come around to that perspective, so I made it very clear that I will not be a part of the child's life and gave her three options. Option one, get an abortion in any state of her choosing, and I'll pay for her to stay there for a week, so she could basically take a vacation to Hawaii or New York City or LA on my dime, but I need to come with and get confirmation that she had the abortion. Option two, put the child up for adoption, and I'll pay for all the medical expenses that come with having a child. Option three, 
Keep the child and I pay my court-ordered child support. Sign away my parental rights. Have my name taken off the birth certificate. And have absolutely zero involvement with her or the child beyond my monthly payments. It was a tough conversation and she didn't take it well. She ended up crying for a while. He kept telling me that I'd be a loving and kind dad. Asking me to try fatherhood and think about how well our relationship was going before this happened. And to imagine our future together with a daughter. I told her I'm still firmly against fatherhood and she was devastated. She refuses to get an abortion but is scared to be a single mother at 23. Even though she wants the child. She told me that if I'm with her during the birth, see and hold the child still feel nothing for the baby after all then she will consider adoption she also said if i change my mind about fatherhood she'll be waiting with open arms to enjoy parenthood together as a loving family and would hope i'd propose i have made it very clear i don't want any involvement i'm not sure what i should do since i would prefer for the baby to be put up for adoption rather than have to pay child support for 18 long years but i don't want to be around the baby at all or present during the birth advice appreciated all further updates will be posted to my account like this but that's the current stopping point for this story but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Story. This is a bit of a shorter one, but it does have updates, and I think you'll like it. It's from Seth Borth, who says, My male 34, wife female 32, has been cutting the strings off my pajama pants, and she won't admit to it. I'm not sure why. For background's sake, we've been married for 10 years. This behavior is pretty recent. This really isn't that bad, but I was hoping someone could have an explanation. Because I asked her about this and she just denies it, but we don't have kids, so it can only be her. In the last year or so, I've been discovering the tie strings for my pajama pants have been disappearing. It can only be her removing these because we don't have kids and I'm the only one who actually has to leave the house to go to work. So she's alone in the house a lot. Her pants still have all their strings, but none of mine do. I've bought more pants to replace the ones with missing strings, but those eventually go missing too. We have a good relationship, and I don't know why she denies it when I ask about it. It's really not that big of a deal, so I don't really press the issue. It's just really bizarre. She is a bit of a prankster, and so am I. But I don't know what the point of this prank is if it is indeed some sort of practical joke. Does anyone else have any experience with this sort of thing? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. One of the comments on this one says straight away, if you don't find the string, is it possible that they've gone inside the pants? <laughs> I have a couple of pair, the string slips inside and I use a safety pin to get them out. You're fucking annoying when that happens. 
there was a lot of people suggesting from their own situations that they come out in the washing machine that the washing machine rips them out <laughs> but within the next 48 hours op gives a series of three little updates so the first one says okay i just got home and checked inside the waistbands of all my pajama pants i only have five of them so it didn't take long no strings in them so they definitely didn't retract I need to get some sleep so I check the washer drum and filter when I wake up. Update 2. Someone in the comments suggested maybe my cat had been taking them out and hiding them since cats tend to have hiding spots. One of his is under the couch. I just checked and I found one there. It's just one but it's a start. I'm going to check his other spots too. Update 3. Okay so when my wife woke up I told her out finding a string in our cat's hiding spot. She was amused and wanted to help me look at his other spots for them too. Well, none of his other known spots had them, but she noticed something weird about the back of our other couch. It had a small hole in the bottom of it. I shined a flashlight in the hole and found a whole bunch of random stuff in there. <laughs> we took the cushion off this section of the couch and cut a hole next to the spring, and voila, we found his true secret stash. All my strings were there. Not only that, but we found pretty much all of my wife's missing smaller squishmallows and her missing airpods. We even found a missing pendant that we've been trying to find for years. I'm going to buy her a box of chocolate. <laughs> so it was the cat all along. <laughs> Always the cheeky little cat. I'd love to know what goes through their mind as he's taking stuff back into his little sofa hiding spot and he's climbing in this hole and he's going, yes, my, my precious... <laughs> You know, and in typical fashion, some people were like, so you distrust your wife, do you? <laughs> Opie was responding to that and saying, you know, we play pranks on each other, so it wouldn't be totally out of the ordinary for something like this to happen. But what a funny little story. Just trying to imagine that cat just wandering around the house nicking AirPods and stuff. <laughs> oh, anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? If you've got a cat or maybe a dog, I don't know if dogs ever do this sort of thing as well, that, that takes stuff around the house and takes it to their favorite little spots, let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have one more little story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Throwaway Daughter's Boyfriend who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my daughter's boyfriend to stop groping her? So I, 44 female, have a 20 female daughter, Alexandra, and she has a boyfriend, Marcus, 21 male. At least it wasn't just Mark this time. When she first introduced us, I was happy and thought he was really nice and good for her. Today, my husband and I had my parents and my sister come over to our house. Alexandra was also there and invited Marcus over as well, which I was fine with. After Alexandra was done introducing Marcus to her grandparents and aunt, I noticed that Marcus seemed excessively showing my daughter affection, such as long drawn out kissing, hugging her for long periods and letting her lay sprawled out on him on the couch. It made me feel uncomfortable, but I let it slide until I noticed Marcus was groping my daughter's ass while I kissed on one of my living room couches. I snapped by yelling, making them break away from each other and said that Marcus needed to stop groping my daughter because it made me uncomfortable and it was disgusting to do in front of other people. There was silence until my daughter stood up and told me that she was leaving in a quiet tone. I tried to stop her, but she left anyways with Marcus. Alexandra later texted me that I was an asshole and a prude for embarrassing her and Marcus like that. I showed the text to my husband and he said that while I was right, I could have been nicer about it. And there was a mix of comments on this one. So Jippy Zippy Lippy says not the asshole. Public displays of affection are embarrassing for everyone concerned. 
At least she learned to curb it at home instead of being embarrassed in a public place. Nobody wants to see that stuff. A peck or even a goodbye kiss is fine. But once the groping and laying around starts happening, it needs to be taken into another room. Harakiri says everyone sucks here, not the asshole previously. They are old enough to know what's appropriate behavior in a public room with multiple family members over. You could have gone about it in a more gentle way, but I don't think it was necessary in the context. They're adults and knew what they were doing. You don't seem to have anything against either of them, just the behavior. Make sure she knows you support her in a relationship. You're just not okay with that level of public displays of affection in a communal room. And then OP says about that everyone sucks here, changing my opinion to everyone sucks here. It could have been handled in a much better way. Yelling and using words like disgusting just makes a scene and drives a wedge between OP and their daughter. I can still understand why OP may have responded the way they did due to the surprise and shock of the situation. But it still would have been more productive for the situation and for their relationship to have handled it in a more gentle way. Ultimately, they should have known better. They shouldn't have had to be told not to be doing what they were doing. And I firmly stand by that. OP could have been gentler with the approach. Low balance says everyone sucks here. PDA, even if it's not exactly in public, is not appropriate. Especially when a lot of family was there. I don't know why you yelled at just Marcus though. He was an equal partner in this makeout session. And yes, you could have handled this so much better and quietly pulled your daughter aside and reminded her that her family was around. You are only 44. You not remember being 20. Come on. Response Mountain says you're the arsehole. You should have spoken quietly to your daughter and not yelled at her boyfriend. This could be regional, but to me, the word groping implied that he grabbed her without consent. This isn't the case. Your daughter is an adult woman who is in a steady relationship. You need to have a conversation with her about PDA instead of acting like her boyfriend assaulted her. And I think I'm very much with the everyone sucks here in terms of the comments. I think you're just escalating the situation by shouting out at them that they need to break up or whatever you said. Embarrassing them both and you know, and your daughter was an equal part of this as well by the sounds of it. And I can imagine it being likely that Marcus won't want to come round again, which is going to cause resentment with your daughter. Potentially, you know, that this sort of stuff might go that way. And then, you know, you're damaging your relationship with your daughter. Were they wrong to be doing this? For me, yes. Simply because, like, I, if I put myself in that situation, I couldn't see myself doing something like that in front of family. Some family members that you've only just met for the first time as well. You know, I couldn't imagine doing it anyway, you know, grabbing someone's ass in front of their family. But, you know, potentially that may be just me as well. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.